0: Welcome to the Just Being Honest podcast. This is your host, KB. I'm a lifestyle designer, intuitive healer, and a creator of a wellness workspace called the KB Apothecary. Welcome to my world. We're cultivating a lifestyle environment based with quality of consciousness for all here to unveil your authentic truth. What does that mean? Listening to find out, because we are all multi-hyphenate beings. So, join me on the ride. It's getting deep. Hey, I get it. It's winter, and a lot of us have been contracting maybe some sniffles, a little cough here and there, maybe just some grogginess. I don't know. I mean, I'm in sunny California, and to be honest with you, sometimes it's not so sunny. So I am on the prevention line to my health and my wellness. I don't want to get sick. No one wants to get sick, especially with, you know, you know who knocking around our doorsteps. I'm not even going to say it. Um, but it's about time we all kind of stand up a little bit taller and be in full force for our daily wellness. So guys, one of my favorite brands that I like to always have on hand is by Beekeepers Keeper's Naturals. I'm obsessed, literally obsessed with the Bee Immune Throat Spray. I mean, less than $15 and you get... Did you hear that? That was my spray interpretation. Three sprays in the back of your throat every single morning... I think it tastes kind of good, and um, you know that you're setting up your immunities for beautiful prevention and um, health every single day. It's just three sprays in the morning, and there you have it. So guys, I want to share some codes with you, but before I do do that, I want to tell you a couple more things that I like to stock up on, okay? So their bundle kit, I love the Hive Habits, I love the Daily Wellness Kit, which also has the B Biome, which is a Complete Gut Health, right? And I love, because you know I'm traveling a lot, I love, love, love the Jet Setter Bundle, which has the Bee Smart, the Bee Soothed, the Bee Immune Spray, oh my gosh, and may I mention, it even comes with a water bottle. Yeah, you are all set up and ready to go. But these are just some of the products because I know you guys are really about the bees. It's um, basically backed by the bees and powered by science. So if you're interested in getting some pollen, some cacao honey, You know, this is the spot. All right, so I'm not going to go much further. I'm going to have you guys try it for yourself. I'm going to give you guys 20% off by using my code, special code. Oh, yes, it is. Honest 20. That's H-O-N-E-S-T 20. So make sure you get your preventative health pack today and let me know what you think. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Just Being Honest podcast show. This is your toxic-free lifestyle advisor and your mindset coach, KB. Wow, I feel like it's been a hot minute, Um, even though it hasn't. I know, I'm here with you every single week. Don't worry, mama's here. But sometimes I feel like it's been a hot minute when I've had guests on the show. I've been a little bit, you know, with the holiday season and the starting of the new year. I've been a little bit focused more on the solo act, but I'm super excited for this next collaboration we have for you guys. Um, I'm just going to give you a little cushion before the show and say that our next guest, you're going to be seeing a lot of her, um, not just out in the world, but with the Just Being Honest crew here. And we are going to be working hand in hand and helping you guys heal from the inside out. So without further ado, I'm really not going to talk much more because um, she has a lot to share with you guys, and I think this episode, especially with where we're going in the world and especially with the platform here at the Just Being Honest show um, in my studies with clients and audience feedback, um, toxic-free living. That's what we're doing, toxic-free living, but this goes deeper. This goes deeper into technology purposes, and since we live in such a beautiful but kind of ugly sometimes (laughs) world of technology and how inundated we are with it, um, I think this sort of technology is going to be, of course, for your benefit. So without further ado, our guest of the show today is... Dr. Jenna Hua of Million Marker. Welcome to the show, Jenna.
1: Thank you so much, KB, for having me. Uh, I'm also super excited. And, you know, it's a new year, new year resolution. And we're here to help audience, uh, everybody to live a tox-free life.
0: Oh, my gosh. So I want you to talk as much as you want. We kind of were talking before. And the other day, we were having a great conversation just about your story and also about what you've created um, with Million Marker. And so what I really want to do is just jump back to your childhood upbringing because I am completely 100% obsessed um, with the inner child work, with just kind of like where we came from. And, you know, I work with my clients one-on-one, the ones that I do with work with one-on-one, and we always stem back to our childhood and our childhood upbringing. So I would love to know, Jenna – Tell us a little bit about how you were raised, where you were raised, and kind of perhaps that could have been an inkling or a like mm, foreshadowing to where you are today.
1: Oh, okay, long story, but yeah. I'll keep it short. Um, I was actually I was born in China. Um, I was in China until high school, and then um, my mom actually think I would never survive in China because it's very competitive. So then. Uh, we came here um, for high school. So I came to the States for high school and then haven't left since. Um, So the the interesting thing, I guess, with my upbringing is my family is actually um, ethnic minority uh, in China, living in Southwest of China. That's that's close to um, the border between China and Burma, uh, Tibet, Mm -hmm. um, Thailand, um, and Vietnam. So it's a pretty interesting region, and um, my pa- my grandparents used to live in this like really remote place, and then they came to sort of the province, the capital, to study, which then gave my mom the opportunity to grow up in the city, mm-hmm. and then having like more of a modern education. Then my mom kind of like pushed me, brought me to the states, sort of giving me a different life compared to others. So it's um, there's this kind of um driven. I would say upbringing, um, and then also be very independent. Um, and my, I think my parents always promoted, you know, they never forced me to study anything. They just like, Hey, do whatever makes you happy. Um, so I think that really kind of helped. Um, they're just like very, very supportive for everything that I want to do rather than some of the typical uh, Asian parents, at least like many of my friends' parents that, okay, you got to become a doctor, you got to become a lawyer, you got to become engineer, you know, like one of these. Um, But they have never really, you know, forced me to do anything, just do whatever makes me happy. So I think that really mattered. And um, through this journey, actually, even though now, yeah, I went through a lot of schooling, but that's actually my own choice. (laughs) And um, and through during this time, they were pretty supportive. And they actually took me Five years to finish college. Um, and then, you know, kind of like winded path to get to where I am today.
0: Oh my gosh. So I love how you brought that up yourself about um, the cultural influence because I wanted to bring that up um, because, you know, growing up in a Chinese household, you know, you do hear that, um, you know, many of those families, you know, there's a lot of pressure to go this route or that route. So how, can I use the word enlightening and freeing, that is? You know, we also live in a culture where, especially now, the school system with children. I was talking to my fiance about that actually this morning about colleges. And, like, should we even, you know, recommend children to go to college if they're not, you know, perhaps studying a certain thing or want to go into a perhaps a certain profession? Because there mm-hmm. is so much information out there. There is so much schooling. There is so much you know just ways to learn and there's so much brilliance just inundated like or just that's already innately in our children right now they have so many tools and you know how beautiful it is really and truly to allow someone from a very young age to just be and blossom into who they are because then and this is my personal belief then when you're an adult you don't have to go back and say you know How do I get that passion back from when I was a child, you know, but if you just kind of flow into it, what a beautiful, beautiful thing. So that is a really cool story. So I want to know kind of, you know, we're talking about your brand now, right? Million Marker. And I kind of want to know because if you guys go on to um, Dr. Jenna's website, uh, millionmarker.com, you can kind of follow along as we talk about this, but... Um, I mean, you have all the subjects of pregnancy and fertility, which is a huge, huge topic to talk about, but then also having a lot to do with chemicals, which I am obsessed with about, toxic-free living. So why did you choose pregnancy and fertility as one of your main basis for Million Marker? And how did you actually start Million Marker in the first place? What was that aha moment?
1: So there's a bit to the story, both professionally and personally, uh, why I started Million Marker. Uh, professionally speaking, I was doing environmental health research for, you know, 15, 20 years. And then during this research, I kind of ran into a wall that we have like no data to study environmental exposures. Hmm. We're actually exposed to many, many things all at once. And, you know, today you can test your genes left and right. But there's not much you can do about your genetic, you know, but your environment actually, you can actually do something about it. And environment also accounts for about 70% or more of your chronic disease risk versus, you know, the rest of the is genetic, very small percentage compared to the environment. But yet, we don't really have tools. And we don't have data to really show people exactly what they can do. And also to reflect, you know, what's exactly in me, So that was kind of the wall I ran into. I was like, how could we not having tools? You know, we already have decades of research, like, you know, you know a lot about chemicals and we know there's already, you know, decades of research, but if you just go on the street and then you ask someone, hey, do you know what BPA is? Or do you know, you know, some of these chemicals that we often talk about, people might, people don't really know uh, what it is. And I think there's a need for people to know, you know, the potential, health impact of these chemicals so then they can do something about it Mm -hmm. so that was on the professional side and on the personal side I had a lot of um, infertility issues or fertility struggles myself Mm -hmm. Um, I have two super rare condition um, that only happens during pregnancy that the doctors were able to diagnose me until my fourth like really late stage pregnancy loss and each time they just told me hey good luck next time But, you know, I studied these environmental exposures. I know they could trigger uh, issues during fertility and during, like, you know, pregnancy. But when I went to the doctor, I was like, could I screen for my environmental exposures? Could I get a test um, knowing what I know? However, they were saying that, okay, the only test we have is heavy metal, uh, Mm -hmm. but nothing else. But, you know, heavy metal takes, you know, if you have heavy metal exposure, you can isolate from your diet and then you, it takes a while for your body to, you know, to, to, to have an impact. But there's like, besides heavy metal, there are like many, many other things like these hormone disrupting chemicals that if you were exposed to them day in and day out, but we, we actually don't know, like, you know, what's my exposure and what I can do about it. So then this kind of prompted me to start Million Marker and with the goal of providing tools um, specifically for people who are going through fertility or pregnancy to start with. Um, So then they can have the tools to understand, like, what's, what are the exposures in them, what they can do about it, and then what they can do in the future to prevent their kids or the family from exposing to, to these things. Um, and then, you you know, you ask, like, why starting on fertility and pregnancy? I actually think this is, like, where people be- get the, the biggest bang for their bucks uh, because um, developmental timing really matters. Everybody should care about these chemicals at any age, any stage of your life. You should always try to avoid and to detox. Yeah. But during preconception, when you're trying to conceive or during pregnancy— it's actually pretty critical time. Uh, we say developmental timing matters because the younger you get exposed to, uh, the potential more detrimental impact it could have. So think about like you you know when you're trying to conceive your or if you already have an embryo, the cells are rapidly growing and then this is the time they're like the most vulnerable. So if you're talking about you know young kids, infant or kids going through puberty, these are also very, very critical time that your body is going through a lot of changes, and then this is where the chemicals could have the most impact. And in terms, of like you know, thinking about monetary uh, speak, uh, speaking, you know, if you're intervening, you know, before pregnancy, during conception, you're already creating a very good environment, not only for you but also for your unborn kid, right? And then as this kid grow. And you're already equipped with this knowledge to help your kid actually understand that, hey, I need to avoid these things, uh, to actually have a much more environmentally friendly environment and safer environment for them and for the whole family. So it's kind of like it's really good investment, we think I think during this time to actually know, understand your exposure and do something. And then so you already have this like really great lifestyle going into when welcoming your kids.
0: You said that so beautifully. Um, I have a couple of questions. I know I'm going to be jumping all over the place. But you especially made the point very clear about, you know, starting from a very young age. And I kind of want to before I talk about that, I want to talk about, you know, this is not just about pregnancy and fertility, but this is about hormone disruptors in general. And how, like, our whole environment, what we're exposed to, what we're sleeping on at night, what's blowing out of our vents, you know, um, all the things. Where a lot of the times, especially when we talk about hormones, a lot of people think it's female, right? Female Mm -hmm. genes, right? Or pregnancy and fertility, people think it's all on the female. But no, that's not the case. Um, So, gentlemen, Let this be a note, a huge note to you. You are a very vital part in this as well. Um, I'm going to use myself as an example and say that um, right now. So I'm going into a family lifestyle of, yes, I had much control over my life, right? And I've been working so hard on even working with my hormones and getting them back into Can I use the word homeostasis? Getting them back into place, right? And it's still hard no matter how clean I am. I'm in other people's environments, you know, moving into my fiance's house right now until we find our own, but also bringing his children into my life. And we live perhaps very completely different lives, right? And I'm on the point where like doing a whole overhaul on this house. So how would you recommend... Telling, not telling, explaining to younger kids that maybe have no idea what a hormone disruptor is, but if you want to set them up, so you were talking to a a classroom of children, right? Set them up for success in health and wellness, you know, hormonally. um, I guess that would be like, what would be your top recommendations for a healthy home?
1: Um. Wow, this is like a multiple points you brought up, really good points. One is you know how to educate kids and then what are the simple steps to for the kids to follow. And then third is, you know, for a healthy home, what are the like you know top tips? Um, I think for kids, uh, one thing I learned from um, <clears throat> uh, non-toxic munchkin, Ida. <laughs> so she's uh, she actually put out really great content. Um so she had three kids and she actually just had a, a newborn. And I, one thing she said really stick to me uh, as uh, leading by example. So, you know, because kids always follow, right? So if the parents are equipped with this knowledge and the parents are acting and then talking about it in front of kids, then the kids will naturally get this information and follow. The second is I, I think it's, it's always great to take time to explain To kids, because kids are, you know, their brains are like sponges and they love to learn. And it's also good to foster this, like a great learning for kids. So I think for parents, it's great to start explaining what hormone is, right? Like Mm -hmm. hormone is these like small, um, very, very, you just need a tiny amount of these chemicals. And they they literally controls every bodily function you have on sleep, mood, metabolism, everything. So they're just like a really, really critical. Kids might not understand at first, but, you know, as you talk more, they will slowly understand. And how to get this, I think, like, how to kind of bring it to their life and, you know, teach them. I think a one great entryway, and this also tied to, you know, top detox kind of tips for household is avoid plastics. Mm. You know, plastic has been in the news quite a bit. And, and many schools already, you know, put out materials to, you know, recycling and also what's the impact of plastic in the nature um in the ocean you know kids might have seen photos of birds you know dead birds like full of plastic in them so i think a plastic is really good entry way to to introduce like not only the impact of plastic or these chemicals on our health but also their impact on the environment so then this kind of tied to you know not only the kids should take care of their own health, but they should also pay attention and take care of the environment because that's where everybody lives, right? If you don't take care of the environment, then that the environment will also expose you to other things. Mm -hmm. Um, So it kind of going hand in hand. And then this is also like come to household. Uh, Number one tip is like, you know, avoid as much plastic as you can. We kind of have this like a really complicated relationship with plastic. We can't, I don't think we'll get ever get rid of plastic totally, but you should get rid of them as much as you can. Um, so, for example, in a in a kitchen, you know, change your Tupperware to glass or stainless steel versus using plastic, and then never ever microwave plastic because the heat will actually increase the release of these toxic chemicals into your food. Anything in contact with food. Um, you should always avoid plastic. Yes, never microwave plastic. And if you use, you know, plastic saran wraps, change that to a B-wax wrap, which is also more sustainable, right? You can use it multiple times. Um, so those are the like the top tip for um, for a household. And it's it, you know it's easy. It is an investment, but that's like a simple step. It's an easy swap, right? Once you swap, um, you can use it for extended period of time. Uh, Versus plastic, people oftentimes use a couple times and you throw it away. Uh, And then one other tip is, you know, people also use zip block block bags a lot. Um, We have been recommending people to use silicone bags. So, uh, but do pay attention that not all silicones are created equal. So um, choose a platinum-based silicone uh, or food-grade silicone or medical-grade silicone. Those are better silicone to to use um, to store your food since i know for especially for parents with kids you know you probably don't want to carry a glass container all the time and or stainless steel because they're heavier Mm -hmm. Uh, they're not as convenient so silicone bags kind of like you know kind of solve that problem
0: oh my gosh those are beautiful beautiful recommendations um something i do since we are talking about children um and i think there's a lot of parents that are listening to this and when you hear Kind of like the, I'm not going to say like, we're not putting fear out there, guys. But um when you kind of start to put these messages out there, you know, these parents are like, oh my gosh, these like red light, red flags, like, oh my gosh, I really need to start making changes. What can I do right now? I know I like <sighs> have been slowly and surely like throwing SHIT out you know, but the plastic is a huge thing. And what people don't realize is that there's plastics, there's all these fillers in the products that we think is so simple that maybe our teenage girl is using like deodorant or um, shampoos or guys, even your laundry detergents. You know, these are very simple things that you can change that can help with allergies, asthma, um, depression, migraines, Um, you know, even, you know, menstrual cycles, um, you know, I just always think about for some reason, my young women, even my young males Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, we have to truly, truly be an advocate for them and not just give up because as you mentioned, like take time to explain and lead by example, you know, it's, it's vital and it's not about nagging at all, but it's about explaining like get down at eye level and explain because, you know, just as, you know, some of these things can really wreak havoc on our children's mental illness or mental health, you know, and um, you see it with your children, you know, it's especially like food is very, very important. The chemicals that are in these um, highly, you know, packaged foods, Mm -hmm. canned products, what people don't realize, you know, is really having a neurological effect on the children's, um, you know, brain formation and also just how they act, you know, or how they're being fulfilled and nourished, you know, like they're eating things without, um, and I'm going off on a tangent here, but they're eating things without recollection that they're actually eating because those foods are made to just be basically air and addictive, and it's just like, you know, running outside early in the morning and someone blowing out bacon smell out into the street, right? It's all marketing. It's all hype. It's all to make a, you know, a larger amount of money in the end to the big conglomerate things, but really, in the end, we need to sit back and truly, truly think, you know, it's just like anything. It's like boosting your immunities before you get sick, right? This is all health care, you know we could save so much money on Absolutely. healthcare costs if we just worked on the preventative measures so that is why we're here right so we start with the children right we start with the children we lead by example we take time to explain and know that it's a little bit of investment but it goes a long way and there's so many products out there that we can use and and um replace you know um so thank you for getting me on that that tangent right there. Um, but I do want to talk into a little bit about because um, you have a background in nutrition, um, more about that. But um, like chemicals to avoid, I would uh, chemicals to avoid. Let's jump into that really quickly because we talked a little bit about pregnancy and fertility, and yes, there are foods nutritionally that you can have to promote fertility. But perhaps we can have you back on for a fertility special. Um, But right now we're kind of all over the place. But um, chemicals to avoid, especially when trying to conceive, but just as one should avoid in general. Um, Can you explain a little bit more about these?
1: Yeah. So these are, um, we think the top chemical, you know, besides heavy metal people might already know quite a bit. Um, a few chemicals, at least the ones that we test, we think everybody should avoid. This is a group of chemical called um, hormone disrupting chemicals or endocrine disrupting chemicals. So hormone, endocrine, they're similar. Your hormone system, uh, disruption means they really, these chemicals really mess with your hormones. So your hormone actually works in like a lock and key function. They work in tiny amount. So think about lock and key. If you have foreign substance coming, like these foreign hormones, they will mess up the signal. So then this lock and key function doesn't doesn't work. Then it causes a lot of downstream um, issues. So some of the some of these chemicals that we talk about is uh, one big one. People a lot of people might have heard of is a BPA. You might seeing many people heard it, um, and knowing that, okay, BPA could be bad for me because my water bottle, my plastic water bottle is labeled BPA-free. Um, so BPA is this, this chemical, it's almost like the, the poster child of, uh, of environmental policy. Is, uh, it's, BPA has been um, linked to uh, many, many issues that's including fertility issues in both men and women. Uh, diabetes, breast cancer—you name it. The structure of the BPA is very similar to estrogen, so if you have a lot of BPA exposure, it's going to disrupt your estrogen metabolism. Um, and where you find BPA, BPA is—you uh, know—usually used in can linings. So if you drink a lot of canned drinks or can f- eat a lot of canned food, you will have exposure to BPA. Now that you know, you can find a lot of uh, product that's says it's labeled as BPA free, but many times that doesn't mean it's BPA alternative free. Um, <clears throat> that's one issue with our current policies when we you know when we ban one chemical, the manufacturers can find many ways to use the alternative, which is just as bad or if not worse, than the original chemical. So the manufacturers can literally change one letter from BPA all the way to BPZ. Uh, you name it. That could that could have the the impact. So BPA is a big one. BPS, BPF, those are commonly used. Um, one thing, other thing is uh, um, is the phthalates. It's kind of hard to pronounce, but phthalate is a very very common chemical that's also used in plastic. It's a chemical that makes plastic flexible. Um, it's also used in a lot of personal care products. So one tip that we gave it to all users, all customers, everyone is avoid fragrance. Um, so whenever you buy a shampoo, a personal care product, <clears throat> always trying to read your labels. Whenever your label says fragrance, please ditch that because there are over 3,000 chemicals could be used a fragrance. And then phthalates is a big suspect that using fragrance that actually makes the fragrance stick onto your body much longer. Hmm. Um, and phthalates is also a chemical, um, have shown um, to really impact male fertility so there's already decades of research showing high phallic exposure impacts sperm counts and sperm quality. Um, so this is for you know for any male audience, please avoid fragrance. Uh, you know, ditch the that with fragrance uh, or any cologne <laughs> perfume because because this chemical is a bad one. Um, besides these two, another one also really, really common in a lot of personal care product as well as over the counter, you know, ornament, um, and cream is paraben. So paraben is, uh, uh used as both preservative, um, as well as the anti-microbial agent in personal care product. It's also a hormone disrupting chemical, obviously linked to all these issues that I mentioned before. And so whenever, again, read your labels. And also not all parabens are created equal. So there are multiple parabens that people can use. They go from like methyl, ethyl, propyl, and butyl. So that's just like indication of the length of the carbon chain of the paraben. So the longer the carbon chain, so up to butyl paraben, that's like the worst. So they increase in toxicity too. Um, so this is like you know again read the label. Sometimes we can't really completely avoid, uh, particularly those um, over the counter creams. You know we have tested like many people, and you know we're trying to recommend people good product to use. This is one category we were not able to find many good product. So many people use these like hydrocortisol cream for rash. Um, um, you know often, uh, but we have not found any hydrocortisol cream that's like paraben-free. So the recommendation is if you don't have to use it, try not to use it. If you use it, then, you know, trying to limit the amount um, because that's just something that we cannot avoid. But then do make sure that other sources of paraben you you will avoid. Um, And then paraben is also kind of like tricky. Uh, One thing we also found out is that Paraben also have been used in packaged food. This is to your point that why we should eat less packaged food, especially for kids. Paraben, even if you want to, you know, seek out, read ingredient labels um, on packaged food many times, even if they use paraben, it's not labeled as paraben. It's labeled as hydroxybenzoic acid. So, you know, like, you know, for everybody who's not trained as a chemist, you know, like it's really hard to identify so, then the, the best way is yes, eat a wholesome meal, trying to cook at, at home as much as possible. So, then you can avoid eating, you know, take out, eating, avoid eating packaged food. Um, so, these are like we call it, the, you know, kind of like the big three for these chemicals. Um, but there are like many more. Like, so one other one people might have heard um, in the news quite a bit is these forever chemical PFOS, PFOA, PFAS. So, that chemical has been uh, contaminating a lot of groundwater um, as well as it's used in a lot of uh, any um, like ring gear, for example, and also Teflon pens. So your nonstick pens, a lot of time is used, um, use these chem- chemical to code. And um, for anyone who wants to you know know more about these chemicals, you can definitely search online, but there's also a movie, Dark Water. Mm. Uh, it's, it's about um, how this chemical is causing you know, cancer in a lot of people so because there are chemicals we cannot avoid that they're already persistent in the environment so then for anything that you know we can actually avoid then people should try to avoid so okay a
0: long-winded answer oh my god i mean i love it you see my eyeballs i'm like Rah! um i just have to say Thank you for all that information. And for all the parents out there or aunts or uncles or just human beings walking around in your bag of flesh, um, it makes us a little bit nervous, right, to hear all of these things and especially like the fragrance, which seems like such a simple thing. You know, we get candles that are fragranced. Um, I know some were purchased just the other day and you want that ambiance and um and you're just thinking yeah but that fragrance does so much more to our whole endocrine system and I think to be honest with you like I have to say sometimes I have to pick my battles with those little things like Mm -hmm. like if it's in moderation okay right um if I'm inhaling it all the time maybe no um but definitely with the products that we're using our household products um men oh my gosh like My fiance is going to come home. He's not going to have anything, right? But like soaps, for example, soaps, deodorants, um, all those things, candles, um, laundry detergents, even these girls that have the, uh, the shampoos and conditioners that just smell basically like, I don't know, just so fragrancy. Even their tampon products, tampons and pads, you know, like those are scented. Like what? You know, like why can't we just like? you know, be normal here. Like, why would you ever want to, you know, ruin the pH of your, you know, um, what is it? Your your vagina, you know, like, or your your uterus. Um, I'm probably saying that completely wrong. But that totally disrupts the pH level of that body in which a lot of people, I mean, we're getting hot and heavy here, but it, it's a totally different pH than the rest of your body, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, this is like near and dear to my heart. And it's really hard because, you know, I am tinkering on that um, level of lead by example yes but then slowly I think parents the the thing the best thing is don't cut anything off cold turkey especially with children it's kind of like these packaged foods are kind of like drugs for them right so you kind of have to slowly like whittle things in or make the popcorn home make the popcorn home make the hummus home make the beans and the legumes not getting it out of a can but I think that's huge that's groundbreaking you know with the the cans and what people don't know that canned products you know canned items anything that you pop open you know laced with bpa which is just going downhill and I'm again guys we're not trying to create fear um, but we are trying to create preventative measures
1: so no, a hundred percent. Yes, a hundred percent. We definitely don't want people to stress out about it yeah. because it could feel very overwhelm- overwhelming. And we know that obviously stress is not good for you. Yeah. Um. So we always want to encourage people to do simple steps, like one step at a time. You don't have to do like a huge overhaul like in one day or one weekend. You just do it slowly. You know, like first step, you know, swap out all your Tupperware. You can see you can kind of see where your most exposures are coming from, right? Like, So Tupperware is something that you use daily um, in the kitchen. You use it so much. So swapping that out, that would eliminate a huge portion of your exposure, right? So if you like wash your hair every day, you use that shampoo, you use that one product every single day, that means you have high exposure from that product. So then, you know, kind of think through your exposure throughout the day that if you have that such high exposure, if you do that every single day as routine, then, you know, do that first, right? Swap out that one particular product. If your kids wants to eat, you know, like this one package food, like every single day, then check on that, swap out that thing, just like one thing at a time. And that will be a much easier approach. And if you, you know, if you just bought a new product, you don't have to throw away everything. Just make sure that next time you... You know, you replenish, you, you know, you fill out your pantry or you, you, you buy a, a new product, then buy a better one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can always do better. It's not, it's really, guys, it's not about being perfect. It's just about doing a little bit better. And as I mentioned before, these are preventative measures for your health care in the long run, your children's health care, mental health, right? Everything goes hand in hand. This is a toxic-free lifestyle, okay? This is all about, you know, the mindset that goes into it as well. So without further ado, is there anything else you want to add before we check off? Because we're going to have you back on this show, I know, and we'll be talking more and more and more. But um, is there anything else that you'd like to add that's on the, the tip of your tongue,
1: uh, one other thing, um, I think it's also great for uh, for parents who who don't have a water filter. That's another one that um, I would recommend. Um, so if you don't have a water filter, try to use a water filter. Uh, um, if available, reverse osmosis water filter is the best because it's usually filter out not only these uh, PFAS, these forever chemicals, but many other ones. Um, so that will... You know, that's another sort of a kickstart for a, a toxic-free lifestyle.
0: Yeah, totally. I know back when I was struggling with uh, mold exposures um, from a couple of living situations when I was living down in the big city of LA, um, I, that was one of my first steps that I had to do. I mean, I was living with roommates back back in the day, but that was – I had to have my own water source. And so in my room, I had my slow drip water filter that I used and what a difference that makes on the gut microbiome, which has to do with everything in your body. Mm-hmm. So very, very enlightening to hear that. Um, we'd love that. So guys, we have um, on millionmarker.com, there are plenty of products that you guys can kind of browse through, but there are some test kits that you can actually test um, at home, your exposure, and you can do the subscription, um, with that being said, you can be constant on this and just kind of regulate yourself. We have $15 off for you um, by using code honest, H-O-N-E-S-T. Remember, we are investing in our healthcare together. So these are little prices to pay, you know, um in the long run. And that's actually I'm ready to go. I'm gonna um hopefully we can get the the whole family here on this. I have already kind of shared everything. So we're gonna be the human guinea pig and I'm happy to share my results too. Um, I love doing this. So I'm on the bandwagon and um, yeah we're in this to win it. So again on millionmarker.com use code honest h-o-n-e-s t and you get fifteen dollars did I say percent off? Excuse me fifteen dollars off fifteen dollars off your test kit and I would actually recommend getting the double kit because then you can test one week and then um, maybe two weeks later retest again. So, wow, Dr. Jenna, I am just like I'm like in love with you. I can't wait to like just sit down and have an actual coffee with you in human form or tea, and um, and we'll have you back on the show. You're our you're our number one resource here. So. With that being said, thank you for coming on. Guys, guys, if you have any questions for Dr. Jenna or myself, we are all here as a team, a collective team together, working together. It's not it's not us badgering you or us working for you or you working for us. Um we're all here in this life together. So let's make it a healthier one, a happier one and moving forward with um with just light and clarity. So, Guys, it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. Until next time, thanks for joining in. Thank you all for listening to the show today with Dr. Jenna. Before you go, I wanted to remind you guys that I personally vet some amazing, amazing clean brands with mm, positive ethical backgrounds behind them, okay? You know, I don't just work and partner with every brand out there. I personally vet, as mentioned before... I personally use these brands. They are in my lifestyle. And um, what can I say? I think you'll love them as well. So before you go, I wanted to remind you that you can find all these brands on my website and also in the show notes below. Brands such as Joy, J-O-I-R-I, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really sparked in Joy. But this is um, plant-based uh, milks and milk powders. Um, Using code HONESTKB, you get 10% off all of their products. Also, as mentioned before, Beekeepers Naturals. Using code HONEST20, you get 20% off all of their products. Remember, we love the bees. Um, Lovebird Foods. I cannot wait to try their newest flavors of plant-based cereals. This is healthy cereals not just filled with sugar and gunk, and you know, you know that your money is going back to fight childhood cancer. So using code HONEST10, you get 10% off all Lovebird foods. So I have so many more products on there. And, oh wait, hold on. We can't forget the dogs. You know I love the dogs. So remember Botanical Bones? Yeah, yeah, HONEST10 for 10% off. If you want any more of my hookups, my special discounts and deals, make sure you reach out to me over on Instagram or send me an email. My Instagram handle is at KB. and guys, I hope you become a fan of all these brands as well.